0: Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer, consuming copious amounts of alcohol, and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun, and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you, and enjoy. Hey,
1: listen! This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. Take a taste. Yes. Uh, I guess. Oh no! no! Oh
0: no! I don't know how to use this. It's a white I'm people. Probing the unknownable.
1: Yes. Well, there's good English, dickheads. I enjoy Grandma's Mickey, the i banana. I'm sure you the, do.
0: The... Bocce <laughs> ball. <laughs> Granny had no teeth. Fuck
1: you! I never brushed my fucking
0: teeth. I beat my instrument. I don't know how to do it on air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it should just be an hour of us tuning, and then it's like, thank you, and. <laughs> 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 Oh, he spewed. <laughs> he, oh my god! <laughs> it's over! Uh, fuck you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker.
0: That'll be a nail biter.
1: <laughs> a nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> so, I'm glad. I'm glad you got to it. Nail-biter, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking knee-slapper, but I was like, nah, that's not the right word. What's the right word? Nail-biter, ah, that's it. Nail-biter. Ah, yeah. Nail-biter. <laughs> <nailbutter. laughs> you all better respect. All right,
0: uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. I'm Grant. I'm B3. And today, Bob, we have Dark Side Magazine editor... Paul Donnelly is with us today. Say hello, Paul.
2: Hi, guys. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm very good.
2: Yep, doing
1: well, thank you.
0: Now, ladies and gentlemen, there is a bit of a delay. We are talking from Paul. Uh, he is in England, um, and, and we're all on Skype this morning. Uh, how is uh, how is things in England with uh, COVID and all that fun stuff?
2: Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't describe it as much fun. We're, uh, we're sort of... Uh, yeah. Uh, much the same as you guys over there, really, where um happen to be really careful, wear masks everywhere. Uh, every time we try and kind of kind of ease off lockdown, some part of England flares up. Ugh. You know, so it, it's all, we're far from being out of the woods over here. But, uh, you know, what can you do? You just have to do the best you can and be as safe as you can, really.
0: I... Um... I did see on your Twitter post that you're offering electric COVID prods. I was I was wondering if I could get one of those.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to take it when I'm out at the store. You're supposed to wear masks, and you see that one person who just refuses to wear a mask, and I just want to take that prod and put the damn mask on, dude, and give him a good zap.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly how you feel. you feel. Over here, you're supposed to have lots of the chops. There's always someone that
0: does. Always, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. Funny- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so that brings us to Dark Side Magazine. How um, you are the editor in chief of Dark Side Magazine, correct?
2: That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and designer as well, pretty
0: much. Okay. It's, and now it was strictly a uh, uh, online magazine, but now you can get physical print.
2: Yeah, um, as of the, the the latest issue, which was uh, issue twenty-four, uh, um, that's the first issue that's come out that is actually available to order um, as print-on-demand. Uh, we've been we've running the magazine for a couple of years online, and it had so many people asking, uh, "This is great, but can we get a can we get a printed copy somewhere?" Well, we'd always have to refuse and say, "You know, unfortunately, not," because. Economies of scale, scale, and that sort of thing—it just wasn't really possible. But um, so we spent the last sort of six months or so trying to find a company that could print on demand for us, which um, I'm glad to say we now have. So uh, yeah, so from this issue, issue 24, uh, we're now able to offer a um, a printed version, which is which is great and all being well, we'll continue that uh, for, for future issues. Okay. Will you be
0: uh, going back and doing that with uh, the past issues, trying to set something up like that?
2: Yeah, we will be, yeah. Um, it, it takes time because it means having to re-alter the artwork slightly for each of the issues because the, because of the page dimensions or what have you. Uh, so that's a bit of a laborious process. But, yeah, we will be, uh, from uh, September onwards, we'll be slowly introducing the past Issues as a as a print version, so we'll, we'll be going backwards, really. So we'll be doing uh, issue twenty three, then twenty two, okay. and up to the to eventually we get to number one. Uh, but but yeah, that's that's ultimately the plan. Might take a little bit of time, but obviously from the next issue, uh, issue twenty five, which comes out at the end of September, that will automatically be, be uh, available as a, a printed um, version as well for for anyone that, that prefers there. Uh, their
1: magazine's in
0: print. Mm-hmm. Well, I always thought like a nice collection of, uh, of like I, I have a penthouse collection. I, I have a small Playboy collection. Uh, I've even considered like, because I am a, uh, I don't want to say an antiquer, but I like going to the farmer's markets and looking at the old stuff. And, 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 and I, I know there's, I always find old Playboys sitting at these places. And I always like to have that physical collection in my hand. It always looks cool in a bookshelf too.
2: Uh, yeah I, I, as much as I like online magazines, I think there, there is no substitute for having a printed a printed copy something you can just, yeah, just say pick up from the copy table, give it a read and put it down um, so yeah, so all being well, hopefully that that side of the the magazine will will, will grow and um, we'll find ways of maybe distributing greater numbers of the of the printed version as, as time goes on.
0: Okay, cool, very cool.
2: Um, yeah, that that is,
1: that is pretty cool because I would I would figure most places would go. It's going to be too much of a hassle to take the time and, like you were saying, reformat the issues to fit the print medium to uh, to go back and do it all. But that's pretty awesome that you're willing to almost remaster everything so it, people can get it in their hands.
2: Yeah, I think so because we we still do a lot of um, we still have a lot of online orders for the previous issues, and um, but so it seems to be a logical step to. Um, to, to offer printed versions of, of all the past issues as well. Plus, I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist in that in that way. It would just irritate me knowing that not all the back issues are <laughs> available. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so it's a, I, I, I don't mind doing, and it gives a sense of kind of uh, I don't know completion really to to know that all the issues are available as a as a as a hard copy in 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 time. So um yeah so watch your space we'll, we'll see how that goes
0: yeah that's very cool um so again it's online um what, how'd you start this what got you into this
2: what got me into it um well i've always been a bit of a creative person years ago i i, I ran Road magazine which was uh like a corporate business magazine uh, which ran for quite a few years which was quite successful i i've got a bit tired of it if if truth be told and um, plus it was printed edition in the old traditional way of getting thousands of them done um, and a few years a few years went by and I, I really wanted to get back into doing magazine publishing again and um, a friend of mine said to me I was looking for like a I didn't know what kind of subject to go for it. and a friend of mine who, she she was into the the, the BDSM and fetish scene. And she said, "Well, how about doing something on, um, you know, with a with a with a on, on a fetish nature, a BDSM nature." And uh, I kind of thought, "Yeah, that that kind of sounds like it could that could be that could be fun. That could be <laughs> could be interesting. Good, you know, with good content, there's good audience out there." And so I thought, "Yeah, why not?" Um, what I did initially was I, I approached. Uh, um, Fet life. Am I, allowed, am I allowed to promote FetLife? life? Anyway. Um, <laughs>
1: sure.
0: I'm not sure we know what that is here in America, but <laughs>
2: um, I, I started to kind of do a little bit of research and, and trying to find out what the audience numbers were on some of these fetish sites, and, and um, fet Life were obviously one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, fetish site in the, in the world. So I, I approached them and said, you know, hey, guys, how about, you know, I'm looking to do some, some new fetish BDSM publication. How about I produce you a, a, a magazine purely for, for FetLife? And um, they instantly came back and said, well, thank, but it's not really our thing. We're not really interested. So I, I knew that I was then going to really just kind of go it alone and, and try and build things up um, steadily from there. And so that, that's really kind of how it all all started off. So that, that was uh about four years ago now I guess. Um and I guess I was probably probably a bit naive because I thought, yeah, yeah, make one issue, put out a few posts about it, and um next day I'll just watch the orders roll in. And it wasn't quite as simple as that. <laughs> as anyone that who who sells online knows, it's an awful lot more more to it than that you have to do so much promotion so much social media um so i mean that, that's really kind of how it how it started off and um, it has been quite a learning curve not so much in terms of putting a publication together because I'm, I'm quite well uh and first in doing all mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but in terms of opening it having a um, an awareness on social media and all the various platforms um, so it's, it's just kind of
0: continued and grown from there, really. So. Okay. We, uh, I completely understand your, uh, issue with the social media and stuff like that. We've only been around for a year and a half and, uh, it's again, only a bit of big learning curve for us as, as promoting ourselves and getting stuff and being able to interview and talk with, speak with people. Um, some people you talk to, they just don't, they, they look at you like we're nuts. Uh, why would you want to, you know? Why would they want to talk to us, or what can we do for them? So I understand that aspect. Um, now I was looking at uh, some of the magazine today. Uh, uh, Dee is uh, an assistant editor. Is that uh, um, Mrs. Donnelly, I believe?
2: Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. She um, she likes to help out, and uh, yeah, basically co-edit. So just we kind of work together. Uh, we get a lot of. Um, a lot of stuff in every month, every week, we get a lot of stuff. I mean, so we together, we kind of sift through and decide what we want to include, what we're going to not include or, or what we're going to hold back on or, or uh, what, we, what we feel we could perhaps follow up and make into something larger. So, uh, yeah, she's a great, really great help on it um, mm-hmm. because a woman's perspective is always a good thing, I think.
0: No, I don't disagree with that. Certainly,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, And having a woman's perspective on Fetish Magazine has got to be a a big help in general. Um, You know, the sex industry has always been, for decades, has been geared towards men, but to have more women involved and and it makes it uh, obviously less masculine, more feminine, uh, it doesn't hurt to have that aspect ratio there.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and um, and and she's been really quite instrumental in making sure that we we get a, a a nice kind of balance in the magazine. So we don't we don't just have we don't just have uh, the 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 female doms or female models. We have we have male uh, uh, masters in there. We have um, some trans in there. We have so yeah, we have a, a sort of a mixture that we hopefully appeals to to everyone. Okay. and um. And so she's been very helpful in in, in bringing that in, I think, bringing
0: in that that balance. Okay. Um, I'm looking at uh, the the staff you have here. You have uh, Queen Morningstar. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. She's a a writer. She writes uh, fetish stories for the magazine.
2: Uh, yes, she does. Well, she writes um, articles uh, um, now and then. She she is actually um, she's uh, a mistress based in Brighton here in the UK. Uh, so she often writes from from experience, mm-hmm. and um, uh, yes, yeah, she she's she's been great. I mean, she she comes in and out, and writes a, the old article here um, for the magazine, uh, helps us promote the magazine as well. So um, yeah, she's a star. She's been great. Okay.
0: Uh, <clears throat> you have Smitty, another writer on the magazine.
2: Yes, we do. We have Smitty. Um, he's I, I've I've never met Smitty. Don't know what he looks like, but we have spoken a lot. Uh, he's from uh, somewhere somewhere in America. Oh, okay. Uh, and he <laughs> he's brilliant. He's um, he's an excellent writer. Really knows his stuff, uh, um, and is um, yeah, again, been really instrumental in, in providing a, a quality to the articles uh, and the interviews that we, we do in Dark Side. Um, and quite often it, it will come to me and go, oh, I've, I've, I've met this really amazing uh, mistress or or uh, model or, or uh, you know, web, website designer or, or whatever it might be that's, that's fetish or BDSM related. And um, he'll come go away and interview or, or write um, and um, come back with some really amazing stuff. So um, he's just—he's absolutely great. I have to say i am mean, indebted to him because his articles have been really in depth, uh, really informative—the uh, kind of kind of stuff that I don't think I could ever ever write. So Smithy's a really kind of invaluable member of our our little dark side team here. Okay,
0: very cool. Uh, now there's a Nookie notes that says uh, she's a writer as well. <laughs>
2: She's not. Elle as a writer. She's actually probably more of a an agony aunt, I would say, um, because she she runs her own site. Again, she's based in America. Uh, she runs her own website called um, DatingKinky mm-hmm. which is doing really well. And um, yes, every every uh, issue she writes for us, um, I, I love her style of writing because it, it's it's no nonsense, cuts through the crap. Uh she um she writes she writes as she thinks, basically. So you know, uh, she um she again likes to provide sort of articles that are topical, uh relevant for people, but doesn't beat around the bush, just gets straight to the point. Okay. Um so as, she likes to say what she what she thinks and um yeah, again she's just great. Um yeah, phenomenal lady, spoke to her uh, quite a few times. Uh, in relation to the magazine and and her own uh, fetish business ventures that she gets up to over there.
0: Okay, very cool. Uh, And now the last one I have on this page, we uh, were fortunate enough to speak to last summer, and that is Kelly. Um, And she does the uh, Kelly's Kinky Corner, the advice column for Dark Side Magazine. Yes, she does,
2: yes, yeah. Yeah, she's, yes, again, again, brilliant. And her answers for when when she does her, what we call our little agony aunt uh, section, uh, which we call Kelly's Kinky Corner. Uh, We get quite a few letters come in um, every month uh, and she answers um, whatever the dilemma is our readers have, whatever questions they have or problems they have. um, She comes out with these these great answers uh, that again I I could probably never, never hope to reply to in any kind of depth. Uh, in the way that
0: Kelly does, so she's great. Yeah, absolutely great. She, uh, we know she's based in Canada, so it's it's a global. The magazine's got some global uh, work going on there.
1: I was just about to say that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, that, that's just the wonders of, of modern technology these days. Uh, that you're just able to do anything, uh, any anywhere, really, um, and. Uh, um, I'm trying to think how we actually all got together. I think it was just a case of, you know, that they, they dropped me an email one day and say, hey, great magazine, can we get involved? And, and that's really kind of how we kind of kind of done it. So we're, we're a bit of a fluid team in that, you know, uh, some of them will, will duck in and out every week. So um, we'll get other writers will come in, uh, depending on what the articles are. Um, but really, that's the kind of call—the call, the, the call of the team that we've we've mentioned in the magazine. But we do get lots
0: of other writers, okay, uh, photographers. and they've uh, they they send you their stuff. Uh, see so if you'll, and like you said earlier, your wife and you—you'll go through it, and see what you want to use for this issue,
1: or
2: yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, this, it, whether it's writing or. Um, uh, interviews or um, photography or models uh, quite often we'll get an email or a message from someone over social media and they'll say hey I, you know I'd love to write to your magazine or I, I, I'm a photographer I'd like to submit some photographs so so yeah generally we get we get people that send samples of their work and if we think it's you know good enough or I- interesting enough we'll you know, we'll we'll progress things from there. So uh, we always look out for contributors from people, and quite often uh, these people are looking for uh, an outlet for their for their writing or their uh, photography or, or for their modelling as well. So uh, we, we love to hear from people and uh, take it from there. So okay, it's all about for us is it, kind of connecting.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's why we do the show to uh, meet and connect with people.
1: It's yeah, it's all about branching out and meeting new people and discovering things that you may not have known you were interested in before. That too, that expanding
0: Yeah, I... I'm sorry. I was going to say it's
2: yeah, it's... no, absolutely. I think um, the, the the more people I, I meet while doing this magazine, um. You know, everyone's different. Everyone's got different, a different take on, on what fetish is, and on, on what BDSM is. And everyone's got their own sort of little uh niches, I suppose, of those subjects. Um So, you, I'm sorry, I've got a, can I stop there? I've just got a dog wants to get out. Can I just
0: go? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We'll take a second. No <laughs> problem. You know what I can do? I can put uh, Kelly's kinky corner in right here.
1: There you go,
3: Mike asks. I am a dom, and my wife is my sub. The other night, we were doing some edging, but it got to the point where I had edged her that many times that when I told her she could come, she couldn't. I felt like shit for pushing her too far, and she ended up walking out in frustration. We spoke about it after, and she said she felt angry, as she wanted to come but she couldn't, and. It left her feeling so frustrated. Have you any advice? Mike, it sounds like you did take it too far. It's important to please your sub and to allow her enjoyment, but it is more important to know your sub, especially if she is your wife, and to know her limits. It sounds very psychological. It sounds like near the end she was no longer enjoying herself. You should have spotted that, not only as her dumb, but as her husband. Get to know her and her sexual needs better so this doesn't happen
0: again. Kelly's kinky corner can be found in the pages of Dark Side magazine.
2: Right, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, no problem. <laughs> uh, shall I start that question
0: I'll answer it again? Or, uh... Sure. What was it? I forgot. All...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs>
1: you pissed <pitch> them off.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm so sorry.
0: That's Never fine. That's fine. We uh, we interviewed a dominatrix about a month ago, and her cat kept getting in front of the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, well, I've cats here and two dogs. so uh, I'm amazed they behave themselves. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, we were talking about expanding and getting, uh, you know, when you meet more people and, and new people and you get to talk to them, it it, it expands your brand that you know and and you get uh sometimes the best advertisement is word of mouth uh so when somebody you know says hey dark side magazine is really good you know to somebody looking for a fetish magazine or something different you know then that's the best advertisement if someone says the happy ending pod show their two guys are idiots and fun to listen to uh you know somebody (laughs) will go check them out you know it's uh that that that's sometimes it's it's better than social media.
2: Absolutely, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, we, we get an awful lot of comments about how much you know people love the magazine and and uh, the, the kind of the the inclusivity of it as well um, and. Likewise, we also get comments about, oh, have you thought about doing this or including that or whatever? So, uh, yeah, and obviously, the more people you meet, the more um, the more feedback you get on, on what you're doing right and what you feel you're not getting right, and you know you can make, you can make adjustments out of it. But um, I think one of the things that, that really surprised me, considering that I I haven't really been I wasn't really that much into the into the fetish scene before doing the magazine. It was just how um, how great these, these the people are. So I, I've met a lot of people uh, in the course of doing the magazine, and they, they're absolutely. They're, they're, I mean, people in the in the fetish and BDSM scene are, the, are the, the friendliest bunch of people you could ever hope to meet. I mean, they are just uh, absolute, you know, just just lovely people to to meet, and and perfectly down to earth. And I think. One of the things you get with, the, like, the media is that everyone's kind of perceived as being weird or, or something not right with them, where, mm. in fact, like, that can't be further from the truth. They're the most, I'd say, the loveliest and, and the freest people, I think, that um, I've ever met. And so it's an absolute pleasure to, you know, to deal with them, whether it's face-to-face or, or online. Yeah,
0: I, I have to agree with that, because the people, the, the ladies we've been uh, fortunate enough to interview... They have been absolutely nice. I mean, they don't have to talk to us. You don't even have to talk to us. It's you're taking a chance as 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 we are um, to try and get an interview. But they have been the utmost friendly and fun people to talk to, uh, uh, and laid back and relaxed. And there is that stereotype, especially in our country, that that the fetishism is 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 it's a mind. There's something wrong with that. Whether it's parental issues or, or they're trying to get attention. And unfortunately, you know, from what we've gathered in in the recent months, um, no, that's not it at all. These are people just doing what they want to do on their own time behind the, you know, they're not hurting anybody that doesn't ask for it, I guess, is what I, I'm not sure what I, how to. Wasn't sure how I should go with that, but they're you know they're not. It's not like they're uh, you know doing it all over the place all twenty four seven.
1: Yeah, they're not public
2: menaces. They're not dangerous to society. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think also if you if you ask anyone that's not into the, 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 the fetish scene, know, we, we've got friends that know what we do with it. That um, they know we put the magazine together. Uh, We're just. Um, we're just in editing our first hour hour length documentary, actually looking at the um, looking at uh, following the lives of four uh, mistresses here in the UK. Oh, and um, and again, our friends know know what we've been up to with that. So, and they're absolutely fascinated. And they, they you know, a lot of people think, oh well, I'm not, i not, don't want to know anything about that. But actually, if I think if you ask it, the ordinary person, and tell them you know you speak with them about these things actually really they're quite fascinated with what goes on and um you know the kind of the mindset of the, of, of the people that evolve. and um so certainly with our with our friends when well, we've been explaining what we've been doing we've been kind of putting forward the fact that actually these are no, normal people yeah. uh, like you say there's been no previous trauma and there's nothing that's kind of setting anything off in childhood. They, they just found something that, that brings them pleasure uh, or pain or whatever. But they nevertheless, they get enjoyment from it and um, it gives them a, an extra dimension to their life. And um, I think that can only be a good thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Could, there, there's a lot worse things they could be doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about some of the models here, Bob. Let's, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so, for the models that you have in your magazine, how many uh, submit their photos to be included, or how many have you reached out to and asked, "Would you like to be part of our magazine?" Is it is it like an even split, or what's the what's the whole process like? Even um, it,
2: it's, I'd say probably it's a fairly even even split. Uh, I mean, we always look for a, a cover um, model, so. So for us, it's important that I think it's someone that's relatively well-known uh, on the scene. Um, so from that point of view, we'll, we'll approach um, a, a, a model or quite or often a, a mistress who've, who's got a professional photographer on hand um, that could be our, our cover star. and Obviously, we'll, we'll interview them as well. So they, they that's kind of, if you like, the kind of the pro aspect to the, to the modelling um, within the magazine but quite often we will get um, submissions from uh, uh, from models from all walks of life so whether they they might be semi-pro or they might just be amateur or they may have done it for a long time or they may be just be dipping their toe in the water um, and uh, quite often they'll approach us and say what do you think to this set of photographs would you be prepared to, to run them um, so again we we look at it on a case by case basis and and think, well you know will, will the readers like what they see and um, and we we go from there but again it, it's it's a case of uh, we like to try and be as inclusive as as we can um and cater for you know a, a, as broad an audience um, as we can so again it, it could be you know female old uh, trans another,
0: another killer's kinky corner for you folks
3: Janet asks after being on the market for that special someone I feel like I've only ever been seen as a possible fling by others usually behind their partner's back and it's usually me who ends up getting hurt I just can't find my Mr. Right my sir slash owner slash master other half to my heart I don't know what i'm doing wrong and i'm starting to get into a slump over it am i just too broken for anyone to want to try am i just not attractive am i too old so i replied hi janet i'm sorry to hear that you feel like you've been in a slump without knowing anything about you your looks your age i can still honestly say no to your question there are people who will find anyone attractive regardless of their looks There are people who prefer to be with people who are much older, so you can be assured that is none of it. What one man is looking for is not what another man is looking for. So if someone isn't attracted to you for whatever reason, it doesn't mean that the next man won't be either. We all get to this place. We all feel alone when we see others in relationships, when we are seeking that special someone who fits us just right. It's not easy to find for anyone, not just you. All I can say is please don't give up and please don't be so hard on yourself as that won't attract anyone. Dress up, make yourself look and feel like you're worth a million dollars and go out and hit the town. Do anything you can do to build up your confidence. It's hard to find our match, so if that's what you're looking for, say hello to married men. Raise your standards and find the guy who's ready to be what you deserve. It's more likely to happen than not, but be patient and do not be so hard on
0: yourself. And that's Kelly's Kinky Corner and can be found in the pages of Dark Side Magazine. Uh, who who are some Learn of the Airbus. models, uh, uh, by name, if you, can, if you can give us a couple, who have uh, graced the covers or the pages?
2: Yeah, we've had um, quite a few well-known ones. Uh, we've had um, Tish Marie uh, um, in the past. We've had Danny Devine I Rook. think probably the
0: I am a huge fan of Tish Marie. <laughs> 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 sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt.
2: She's um, uh, great. Yeah, we've had um, uh, Danny Devine. Mm-hmm. We've had steampunk Kato. Um, oh, so yeah. She's, she's originally the UK, but I think now in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we, we've, we've had mistresses, various mistresses as well, Uh uh, on there, whether they're from from the UK or or um, or, or over over the pond, so um, so yeah, we're, we're I mean we're always on the lookout for up and coming um, people that we can include on the front cover and, and the interview as well um, from the kind of the fetish BDSM scene. Uh, sometimes it, it sort of crosses over in that they can just be um, sort of mainstream models, but if there's a sort of a uh, a fetish BDSM theme going on uh, that that we perhaps might come across online somewhere. We might approach it and say, you know, do you fancy running a, a set setting in, in a future issue issue or dark side at some point? So um, yeah, so I think we've we've had a few a few well known ones. Mm. There's a few. Um, I think we we'd we'd like to kind of try and um, try and get for future issues, but we'll uh, we'll see how things how things go. I think it's always good
0: to read shit if you can get a kind of a, a well-known, absolutely face on the, on the front cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't it? <laughs> No, like <laughs> goes back to that advertising, word of mouth, and the front cover. I, I mean, you see that front cover. Look what uh, yeah. to Tyra banks into the swimsuit for the swimsuit issue. Uh, doesn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone? Everyone wants the front cover. Oh yeah, it's uh, a competition. I guarantee everyone wants a front cover uh, when they, when they, they submit something, uh, unless you're just starting out most of the time. I'll also say any chance of having a front cover yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, as much as we like to accommodate, um, that's not always possible, but, uh, you know, we try and do what we can, uh,
0: is there, is there something you wouldn't post, put in the magazine? Is there, is there, what's the limit to, uh, cause I mean, it's, it's, it's still fetish magazine. I've seen, uh, an image from the new issue, uh, it's a gentleman on a hospital gurney, and he's got a uh, latex clad nurse, is taking care of him in uh, multiple ways, and, and, and I'm not, I'm, I don't know, I mean, uh, he's, he's basically, how do I, he's getting anal, and then he's got a, 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 what looks like a, a suction thing going on also, but is there something, is there something, boy, my my words are not working well, my brain is not cooperating. Is,
1: I notice that. <laughs> is there something
0: that you wouldn't that is too much? Is there? I mean, other than obviously child, uh, but is there something that's just off limits? Uh, I, I,
2: I think we we would probably, as obviously everyone involved has to be eighteen plus. But uh, absolutely, I, I think probably probably uh, uh, scat would probably be. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not sure whether we'd include that. Although, to be honest, we've never been approached with anyone that says, "Hey, i have got a nice bunch of you know, awful oh, cool, scat photographs." Uh, I, I, so we'll see. I would. I was going to say blood, but we have. We have. We have included some shots with blood before. Okay. Um, Being in more of a kind of theatrical way. Um, okay, so
0: not real blood. No one's been pierced and bleeding all over the place.
2: Yeah, not had any of that yet. Um, okay. Maybe we'll get a load of that if we said it. but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think what, what we like to do is try to include the range, a whole range, whether it's soft of to, to harm. Um, and again, it's a case of, of, of looking at what, what's submitted to us and think, thinking, well... will our our readers really enjoy that or will it alienate them? Um, And again, that's kind of difficult because Mm -hmm. we've got readers from all over the spectrum, so from those that are starting out right the way through to the kind of like the diehard, you know, that they like their balls nailed to a plank of wood, (sighs) you know, all this and everything, you know. um, (laughs) So. Wow. um, I (laughs) I, I, I think if we get anything like that, we'll yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll see how we feel so whether we'll, we'll publish it or not. But I like to think we try to be as again, as inclusive as we
0: can. Okay, be. okay. What is um I'm sorry. Tough question, tough question. sorry. Um <laughs> because
1: what what works for some people won't work for everyone else, so it's a it's a it's a fine edge sword you're bouncing on.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, yeah, yeah, I mean we I I think really the the ultimate thing is as long as it's all, all concerned eighteen and over, um, we'll sort we'll, of we'll, we'll yeah, look at it on its own merits, I suppose, if you like.
0: And as long as they're consenting adults, I mean, I guess it's... Right. And they're enjoying themselves. And um, and you know what, if somebody doesn't like it, turn the page.
2: Right, exactly. There, there is always that. There yeah. is always that. Uh, if, I mean, uh, up to now, so far, we've not had anyone approach us and say... What you published is just obscene, and you know, made me vomit or anything yeah. like that. So I, I think we've got a kind of, kind of a good balance going. Okay. on. Okay.
0: If you don't mind me asking, because um, I don't know, I don't know if Bob knows what is scat. Poop.
2: Okay. Poop.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Poop. Oh, I didn't anything know that. that
2: involves... Yeah. Okay. I... Maybe maybe it's just an English term. I'm not sure. Um, well, Bob yeah, knows anything I... that involves. Uh, <laughs>
0: no, I okay. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't show that either. I don't want to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, anything that involves you know v- vomiting and that and
2: that's just gross. Anyway,
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> way to stay open-minded, yeah.
2: Grant. <laughs> <laughs> that might gross you out, but for someone else, it might make them. I I Some understand. We, yeah. Yep. <laughs>
0: I, underst- I understand completely. Um, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's not up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know what that was. No, that's the first time I've heard
0: it. It's the first time. I learned, you know, uh, every time we interview so I learned what sounding was a, few, uh, a month ago. So, it's like this is... <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean I, I'm the same, but, uh, you know, every issue is always something that I think, oh, I've not heard of that before, or I don't know what that, that is, or, uh, you know, so there's, it's always a learning, it's always a learning process, so you're not alone.
0: It, it always impresses me, too, that people come up with this stuff, and it's like, I've never would have thought of that, or I there's no way I would have thought of that, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, and I, and, I, and I do agree that the people we've talked to and met have been very nice and pleasant people, but it's like, how did, how did, what, what, did, what were you doing that you came up with that idea? Yeah. <laughs> it it
1: it's sounding, almost sounds like it would have been discovered on accident.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so, it, it's, it, it, I mean, it's a, um. Okay, let's get off this and so let's talk about the the, the photography. Uh, <laughs> um, now you have it. You have full uh, male and nude. Uh, yeah, God, male and women fully nude. I'm trying to get off of it. Good words. Good words. Good words. Uh, and I, I am paging through. I believe uh, um, uh, twenty three. And you get inside the cover, There's a beautiful uh, naked woman wearing a uh, unfiltered gas mask and a chain. Um, yeah. And that's so. That's the kind of stuff. But uh, she's got a great body. Whew. Um. And then the editor notes. You you write. <laughs> you write uh, editor notes for every issue. Then.
2: Uh, take a, do I write write notes for
0: every issue. Yes. Sorry. Uh yeah, you write one for every issue uh, in regards to what's going on and about the issue because uh this one here you're still two months into COVID, so this is a, a month or so ago.
2: That's always the last thing that's ever ever done. That's done probably about the day before it it's published, and um, yeah, I'll just tend to just kind of do a general kind of welcome, uh, maybe share a bit, a little bit about what's been going on, the the dark side because we. You know, Doing other other little projects here and there, and um, yeah, and just to kind of draw draw people into what's in the in the issue that they're about to read. Really, so um, doing my little sort of editorial welcome, if you like.
0: It's a great looking mag. Like I said, the the picture quality, the clarity is amazing looking, and it's as a magazine should be. There's a table of contents. You get (laughs) some magazines today. You spend twenty minutes trying to find a table of contents.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense to me. Whether it's online or whether it's the print version, you, you, I think a lot of people like to go to the contents page. Just maybe just have a quick clip through, and, yeah, and, and see what. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit old school, but um, I kind of like having a contents page. Well, I agree. Um,
1: there. No, I, yeah, same here. That's part
2: of a magazine, you know. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you read through um, it. And, I was going to say, from, from issue 24, we, we've changed the context page slightly so that we've got a more pictorial kind of version of it as well. So if you're online, you can you can instantly click to a to a page that you want to – you think, oh, oh, I'd like to look at that, I'll just click straight to it. Oh, wow. So we, oh, that,
1: that's man. cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, well, that's what I was, I was going to get to. It. Like, I, I'll read through a magazine, and if I want to show somebody an article or a picture – now I go to the contents page. I saw it in this magazine. What page was it on? Um, and now I am looking at the uh, contents page for the new magazine. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're 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 split up. It's so, I, and you can pick on each pictorial. Very nice. Very cool. It is, it is a great looking uh, magazine. I mean, like I said, the picture quality is amazing. You guys do a really good job with it. Um, Thank you.
2: Yeah, I, I think that was one of the when we first started to do this was we kind of looked at some of the other magazines that there are a lot of great magazines out there, but the, equally there are quite a few fetish mags that look like they've been put together in word. Or like that, you
0: know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would be the one yeah, I'd and, create. And so
2: we we'd always kind of set out to have a, have a really nice kind of clean looking design. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully that that's something that we, we, you know, continue so we do spend a lot of time um being very careful with the way that the the pictures are laid out uh the the way that everything looks um and uh hopefully i think we you know we we do get it right we get a lot of feedback about our our design and about how it looks and and it's all been you know really positive so
0: yeah it's a it's a good looking magazine let's take a moment for another kelly's kinky corner
3: okay brian asks I'm fairly new to kink and BDSM, and recently I spoke with someone about 24-7 D's relationship. I asked her a few questions, and she gave me a general idea about it, but I'm still confused. I'd be happy if you could explain to me 24-7 D's relationship. Are there different forms, and if so, what are they? And was the information given correct? I replied, thank you for your question, Brian. A 24 7 D relationship is a consistently dom-slash-sub relationship for an extended period of time, sometimes living together. It is when a sub surrenders total and complete control of their life over to the dom for an extended period of time. It is every aspect, like a mother has complete control over her infant.
0: Kelly's Corner can be found in the pages of Dark Side Magazine. Now back to our interview. We were discussing earlier. Okay, well, real quick, is a fetish. What I mean, you know, you have you have the spanking, you have there's fisting, there's ball gag, but like that's not just there's it's such a is is it a vast? Yeah, I mean, I always view it as being anything.
1: It can be
2: anything. I mean, uh, anything that I think you 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 kind of get some kind of sexual buzz from if you like i mean uh with one of our readers it means really really turned on my shoes uh and, uh and 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 the field of nylon you know whether that's like nylon types or or, or pants or whatever uh, so i think it could be it's hard to kind of define it i think when we, we we think of fetish, we automatically think of you know being being spanked or whipped or um tied up or or uh know, yeah, the, the feel of a certain kind of clothing, but I think it, it could be anything to any anybody, whatever whatever it is. I think that, that brings you brings you pleasure. I think can be can be a fetish. So it, it's a hard one to kind of define, but that's kind of the way I kind of I kind of look at it. If it's something that brings you pleasure, something um, that excites you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say for. That, that excitement could be sexual like, I guess it could be it, it could be kind of stimulate the senses in other mm. ways or stimulate the mind I guess anything like that I guess you could kind of define as a as a fetish really okay
0: so it's been it's a word that's been like you said taken and made to sound I don't want to naughtier than it really is because yes spanking or even
1: a derogatory tone
0: yeah yeah exactly because even yes yeah, yeah, spanking's a fetish the, um there's other, the sounding is a fetish. This, uh, fisting is a fetish, but also, uh, just like you said, the, the feel of clothing or like I know my fetish is a woman in some thigh high stockings or thigh high boots. That, uh, that turns me on constantly. I'm not, gonna, I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> so that's my fetish. So it's not, it, it, it is broad, but it's not as, like you said, Bob, derogatory as you're made to believe.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I uh, in, in the process, of, I mentioned this documentary that we were filming. earlier yes. uh, in, in the lockdown, uh, and uh, I I met a really nice guy. He was um, a, a, a a lorry driver. His fetish was being an adult baby, and um, I thought, well, hey, why not? If that if that if that's if that brings him some kind of gratification, some kind of pleasure. Fine. I mean, it's it's not for everyone. It's not for me, but it, no. it's his thing, and um, you know, who are we
0: to judge if that's if that's that? Yeah, that's yeah. That'll be my fetish saying. when my kids put me in the home. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I agree. <laughs> yeah, <there's, laughs> what <we'll have it. laughs> happened?
2: That's, that's
0: that's something entirely different. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, no, no. If there are, yeah, there are stuff obviously that everybody would look at and say that's that's different. And uh, I, and I'm trying to be nice because it is weird. But that's if that's what he likes and what turn and someone's willing to do that with him or for him. <laughs> I'm then trying good to for be him. Nice, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. But again, if somebody's willing to do that with him or for him, congratulations, good for you, sir. You know what I mean? That's amazing that. I'm glad they found each other. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. So moving on, because I'm, boy, moving I'm. On. Yeah. <laughs> you uh,
1: stepped in it with that one. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> what about? Can you now? You you have a documentary in the works. Um. I'm also looking at uh Valoria. Oh,
2: Valoria. Yes. Okay. That's um, Yeah. Well. <laughs> My, my, my background is, um, uh, for, for many years, over 20 years, I, I, I've, I've been a filmmaker, but, but also um, a corporate filmmaker, which was my trade, if you like, my, my kind of vanilla job. Okay. Um, and the, the, for a, a number of years now, I've really wanted to get back into making a film. That's the one. Gloria. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, uh, that's it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a self-confessed nerd. Uh, you know, I, lo- I love Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I love the old Flashball serials. Okay. Um, and I'd also... I don't know if you remember the old um, Barbarella movie. Absolutely. With, uh, Jane there, mm-hmm. And the comics that came out before them. I'm a massive fan of all that sort of thing. And, um, and I just thought, how great would it be, just for fun, just to do, be able to make kind of a, a science fiction movie something of, a little bit on the ambitious side. Um, but maybe something with a bit of petition, a bit of B D S M kind of kind of yeah. thrown in. And uh, so of course we had lockdown. Uh, you know, we've been stuck inside for months. So I, I decided to start finally like getting around to like, you writing know, a a script that eventually is become the Goddess of the galaxy, which is a kind of a a bit of a spin on on Barbarella, Queen of the Galaxy, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. kind of an updated version. Um, but what I've actually done is it, it's kind of changed from being one full-length film into being a, uh, a nine-part web series. Okay. Uh, which we um, we begin we begin filming early next year. So we've we've got um, our three main uh, leads in there, um, and um, we're just going to be shortly. We're going to be um, Doing a crowdfunding um, campaign just to because we can't we can't do it without without funds to do it you know, properly. If we if we can't if we can't do it well, we, we just won't do it at all. Um, so that that's currently where we are. It's currently in so it's still being written. Okay. Um, but so I said, three main needs We've got a couple of visual effects companies on board um, to do it. Subject to us getting the funding, we've got. Um, Costume and set designers. We've got um, a composer, so we've got almost everything in place now. It's just um, going to be a question of getting the the funding to do it. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of uh, um, uh, sort of fetish stuff in there, uh, uh, a fair bit of nudity. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun to film. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll be um, doing some regular articles on that in the magazine as well. Keep everyone up to date. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well um, I'm gonna tell you as as a Star Wars nerd myself, I don't know if you can see that, Paul. <laughs> uh
2: just trying to make it out. Is that, is that is that Yoda? That
0: would be Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Nice one.
2: Um, excellent. I, I am
0: yeah. I, I am looking forward to the uh to Valoria. Um I think that'll be something. Yeah,
2: kill well, we
0: yeah. Uh Aurora West, Lana Wolfe and Amy Winter uh, are the three
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, they're um they're all involved in the fetish scene in, in one way or, or another, whether they're um actors or uh like Amy, for example, is a fully fledged uh, mistress. But they they're all able to act, they've all had to go through an audition process just to see whether they could uh actually put it off. Um, I mean, not we're, we're not talking Shakespeare here. Oh so yeah, yeah. We we're <laughs> weren't looking for like, um, you know, uh, sort of Hollywood Hollywood actors here, but uh, as long as they had some kind of modicum of, of acting ability. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, the looks, the looks, the looks are quite cool. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be quite an international thing because Aurora is actually in the States so she's going to. All being well, she's going to come over, especially for the filming. So we think it's going to take about two or three months next year, um, uh, and that's all part of our, if you like, kind of expanding the brand. Yeah. So because I've always been very much into filmmaking and documentary making, uh, we've kind of expanded. Uh, we've gone from sort of Dark Side Magazine to kind of Dark Side Media, which is, if you like, our kind of production yeah. side of it. So we've. we've We've already done a few kind of little kind of behind the scenes things that we use to kind of in turn promote the magazine. Exactly. Um, yeah.
0: that, and it's, where, where would it be available then?
2: For uh, we hope to be available end of next year. But uh, again, it, it, it's it's all subject to funding, it's all subject yeah. to what happened with COVID. I mean, that's another thing. Well, where, uh, but all being well,
0: where would you be able to? Next year. Where would, I'm sorry, where would you be able to view them? Because you have the documentary, and you have this, and you also have a web series already, correct?
2: Well, this is this is the web series. This will be our first web series. Oh, okay. the will be The first one. Um, it'll be online somewhere. We, we don't know where yet. It'll certainly be on, on uh, DVD and Blu-ray. Oh. Um, we don't know what online platform it'll be on yet, but we'll... Uh, obviously as things progress we'll, we'll kind of know more about that later on but uh yeah we'll, we'll make sure it's accessible for people to use so. uh, uh watch your face on that one um, i think what we'll do is we'll, we'll we will eventually have a website where people could go to for updates on on where the uh, where that particular web series um you know where it is in production and when it's going to be released and okay where it, okay um
0: well, be sure to get us the crowdfunding and we'll share that too. We'll, we'll get that over there, uh, uh, posted on our stuff for you as well to help crowdfund with that. Because, like I said, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Um, I know it was uh, maybe a year or two ago, the Cinemax had a BDSM series, and I can't remember the actresses, the lead actress's name. Oh, poop. I ruined the whole thing.
1: You mean Scat?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know how well it went for them on on being on Cinemax because obviously they couldn't show as much as 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 Blu-ray or DVD. Um, but so I, it was just a normal. But this this is a science fiction one. Uh, I mean, it says a sexy interstellar adventure to save the galaxy. So I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'll check that out. Definitely, that sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's
2: basically Star Wars. With- and flashboard with elements of, of Barbara thrown in, yeah. uh, thrown in there for, for, for good measure, really. So uh, yeah, I, I think it would be a lot of fun. We we there's a lot of comedy in it as well, so it's by no means a serious. I okay. Far. Oh, well, that's going to be.
0: Uh, there was some slight BDSM with uh, Princess Leia on that chain. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah. So, and how many people are yeah. dressing up like uh, cosplayers? Her now doing the same thing. So, yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> George Lucas <laughs> just just made billions off of it. That was all. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't forget
1: the force choking.
0: Oh yeah, force choke. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta love it. That's great. Somebody, somebody, needs, somebody needs to write an article
2: about. Star Wars and uh, the BDSM influences that, that are in it, probably. I mean, I'm sure something's probably right oh, yeah. on those. The undertones, uh, yeah, the undertones,
0: yeah, they're in there somewhere. You just, yeah, because uh, if you think about it, in the the, the prequels, he chokes uh, his uh, Luke's mu- and uh, Anakin chokes Luke's and Luke's and Leia's mother at the uh, one movie. Force chokes her, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's more in
1: there than... We oh, can. I'm
2: sure,
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Vader's decked out in leather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if we...
0: A look into George Lucas's soul. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That would be a great conversation. I, I would love to sit down and just okay. go through that. That would be fun.
1: The uh, best part would, would be is he was completely unaware and at the end he was just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did <do> I do? <laughs> yeah.
2: I just made a video set movie. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm making
0: billions.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, he did do Indiana Jones and Indy was good with the whip. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's more to it than meets the exactly sure. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's great. Um, Well, Paul, uh, we've had you for an hour. We'll, uh, you know, I I know you got work to do and editing, and probably coming up on dinner time over there. Um, So we went over. Is there anything uh, you want to tell us about that we're not aware of coming up, or Uh,
2: anything that? uh, Well, I mean, the the magazine obviously we're always looking to expand it. We'd love to hear from people about. Uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing some some special editions. Um, so we, you know, we'd love to hear what people think of the magazine and, and whether there's anything that perhaps people want to see that we haven't yet we, we haven't yet covered. So, uh, uh, and as I say, I'm thinking about doing. We're doing some. Uh, we're thinking about doing some special editions of Dark Side. So, so maybe one in sort of homage, if you like, to. To, to, to all the trans people out there because I think we get a lot of comments from, from the, the, the trans community to say, you know, um, we'd like to be really well presented represented as well. Um, quite often they, I think they feel a little bit kind of marginalised. Uh, yeah. So we, we'd like to do something you know, for the trans community in terms of maybe doing a special uh, issue, something like that, but if anyone else has got, you know, ideas that they, they'd they like to see, then, you know, by all means get in touch with us and we'll, we'll certainly look at it. We like to, always like to take people's suggestions on board or, as I say, stuff that perhaps we haven't included yet that people should look at. We're always open to um, suggestions there. Okay. Well,
0: ladies and gentlemen, reach out to them if you have ideas or something you'd like to see or... Or even, you know, you can submit, if people would like to be in the uh, magazine, they can submit their photos to uh, uh, Paul and Dark Side Magazine, and and uh, maybe you'll get to be on the cover.
2: You never know. <laughs> That's I right. You
0: have to sign up. Okay. Um, so, well, let me, let us let you go, and we'll, we'll, we'll gonna have all the links attached to this for a dark side magazine once we get the links for the crowdfunding once that's available we'll make sure that gets posted for everybody who's interested in helping out uh the magazine is amazing i I recommend checking it out Uh, even if like certain things are not your thing or uh, are not in your wheelhouse check it out The, the, the the i mean the women are amazing i'm looking at uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to behave and I'm trying to talk and look at the magazine, and it's not working for me. <laughs> but it's going well. It's going poorly. Uh, the word's yeah. no good. <laughs> we, yeah. Stop looking at the goddamn it. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm moving it away. There we go. Paul, Mr. Donnelly, thank you very much, sir, for being here with us. Um, now, yes, thank you. Now, um, I d- don't I thank,
2: thank you for
0: the employees. It's been a, been a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Paul Donnelly, ladies and gentlemen, Mr.
2: Paul Donnelly. I thank you.
0: Thank you.